0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to Wish Upon a Star, the unofficial Disney song-by-song podcast. This is Frodo the Lawyer.
1: This is Amanda, the person. I gotta come up with a better title. I really, we'll we'll, we'll work on that.
0: Amanda the Many.
1: There it is, Amanda Amanda the... Amanda of All Trades.
0: A-amanda of All Trades.
1: Oh, you know, no one's ever made that joke about my name before. So that was, that was top notch work.
0: A man. The man is the key part because men do the training and women do the, do the clean. Go on. Well, I mean, as we know from this current song we have, we have the men out at work while the woman is at home, you know, getting the, the pot of stew ready and cleaning the house. And I'm not talking about how society works. I'm talking specifically about Snow White.
1: Oh well, then that's okay. I gotta say, if I was gonna be a man in Snow White, I don't want to be one of the dwarves. I want to have the puffy sleeves and be the prince with the horse and the, oops, the only the one song. So can I can I do that one instead? Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Yay! Uh, I'm the prince now. This is how I talk. <laughs> Enjoy your audio experience.
0: Uh yeah. Um. Well. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So we're here for our fifth episode now, and we're finally on a song that I think most of you—let's be real, all of you—have heard this song before. This is a a song people know.
1: We're finally on an interesting song.
0: Yes, we had we had "Whistle While You Work" last week, which, like we said, is a well-known song. But I I feel like even more than that is when you think of Disney, "Hi Ho" is is up there as something that people
1: "Frozen Heads" and "Hi Ho." Yes the disney experience frozen heads yeah like how walt disney froze his head oh and that's how he stayed alive he's still gonna come back to life you never heard that rumor
0: no well when i think of disney i think of hi-ho when you think of disney you think of how he died and maintains his body for the future listen
1: i've told you i just want to create a crossover between us and my favorite murder and i don't see why you're not letting me do this frodo No, it's <laughs> <laughs> fine. I guess we can talk about this off the air again. Yes. Cereal won't take my calls, so I have to make do here.
0: Yeah, I, I know we've been talking a lot about murder on this podcast, but I want to reassure the listeners that that's just because Amanda is crazy. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, we don't use the word crazy here. I have a very specific interest.
0: Amanda is obsessed with murder.
1: Yes, that's fair. But I will point out that we are two fully grown adults recording a Disney podcast. So is murder the worst thing that we're obsessed with?
0: Well, I don't know if I'm a fully grown adult. My name is Frodo, after all.
1: It's true, but you are a lawyer, so it, like, bounces out. It's, like, one super adulty and one of them is a hobbit, so. yeah.
0: Well, speaking of people that aren't fully grown, but, um. Hey, uh, nice segue! We have some dwarfs. Yeah, we do. They're dwarfing around all over the place. Yeah, so uh, the last song ended with Uh, Snow White singing, the end of the whistle while you work, and the the shot actually pans away from her, or zooms away from her, and fades out into the the bushes, and then immediately it it fades back in, and we are in a mine, and there are dwarfs, and we haven't met them before. Just
1: haven't met you yet. Hey. It's a different song. It's fine.
0: Not this song. Not Not this this song. That is one song, but it's not this one song.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: one uh, song. so actually how this how it starts, you have uh I think it is sleepy who is driving a little mine cart with a a deer
1: at wait, the end. Wait. Wait a second. Aren't they on a beach?
0: I don't know where you're going oh with this. Oh my god.
1: Oh Frodo, do you know what I've done? I've made a huge mistake.
0: I don't know what you're where, you're, where we're going with this.
1: I didn't watch the music video for, or, like, the, the video of Hi Ho. I watched, this is definitely a fan-made video for Taylor Swift's Mine. I just, I googled mm. Mine and, like, popular songs, and... Th- this explains... I really thought that it was quite the plot twist.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't see... Well, you uh... know, I thought it
1: was kind of weird that, like, the dwarves were, like, you, I was in college working part-time, waiting tables, <laughs> left a small town, never went back. Um, it makes sense that they were a flight risk with a fear of falling, because they are short, so, like, the height thing would be scarier. <laughs> but I just... It was confusing, because I did not remember it from my childhood at all, but, like, I haven't watched this movie in a while, I just thought... Yeah, well, the old Taylor, the know. old Taylor
0: is dead, we know that now. Um, That's true. So we're, we're gonna true. move past whatever you are talking about right now, and move on to the new, which is the old, which is the dwarfs, in their mind...
1: All right, well, can we, like, should we pause the recording while I, like, go watch the video yeah, and prepare?
0: I, I have nothing right, prepared. You, this, is,
1: this is pretty I'll, embarrassing. I'll give you, like,
0: ten seconds. Just, like, pick a random part of the the movie and, okay. and watch it.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to try to stick with the correct song, at least.
0: Well, while you're doing that, I'll uh, I'll start reviewing the song, Hi Ho. Um, and when the song starts, like I was saying, Sleepy is driving his little cart through the mine. And I think it's a really interesting uh shot that we see entering the mine uh because at first it's kind of dark because we're looking at the back of his cart and then uh he moves away and reveals what my first note is just the word on caps shiny um i don't know how how you uh i assume you're done watching the the whole clip now
1: oh yeah i watched i watched i'm actually i'm a speed reader i'm also a speed watcher people don't always realize that you can be both of those things but i'm very multi-talented so yeah, I've now seen the entire video and compiled quite a few thoughts on it. Yeah, super shiny.
0: Yeah, very shiny, very... Very Moana
1: just, with the shiny.
0: Nothing we've seen so far in this movie has made me think shiny. You know, it's all been...
1: It's pretty earth-tony overall. Yeah,
0: earth-tony. I mean, you have Snow White's clothes, you have the sort of hallucination part, but there's and nothing... it's much more
1: of a winter, like, jewel-tone saturation.
0: Mm-hmm, right. Sort of yeah, and, and, and now it's like, are we in the same movie? Did... Maybe that movie just ended, you know. Snow White, <laughs> like, like if you were to see this in theaters in 1937, uh-huh. you're like, you're like, oh, Snow White, she found a new house now, she's safe, uh, she's away from her stepmother. That movie's over. Oh, now we're now we're into a, this fun movie about dwarves because I I was told this is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs.
1: Well, sometimes movies do that to you. May I may I take us on a movie detour of a time a movie betrayed me horribly with an ending? Go ahead. Okay, so it was the movie Happy Feet which was about dancing penguins, was basically mm-hmm. what it was about. And, like, this this is nothing. This is nothing. This this is going to be too off-topic for what we're trying to do here. <laughs> All
0: right, so you <laughs> saw the movie Happy Feet before. I did uh, see the movie Happy Feet. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, so I really think that the audience might have, like, Thought that that was because all Disney movies up to that point had been shorts. Maybe they thought, oh, (laughs) that's the end of the Snow White short. Now this is the the Seven Dwarfs short. I don't know. Sure, sure. It's a really shiny second act of the movie. That's what I mean.
1: Yeah, it's feeling shiny. Turtle, and I'm singing. No, I'm a crab, and I'm shiny. Is that a new Ah. Disney song? It's Moana. Frodo, have you not watched Moana yet?
0: I told you, my favorite Disney songs are all from A Sword in the Stone. That's my gimmick.
1: Yeah, but like you still can watch Moana. They don't have to become your favorite. In fact, you can more properly appreciate The Sword in the Stone by seeing Moana.
0: I don't know about that. The Sword in the Stone stands on its own as man's greatest creation.
1: Well, it doesn't stand on its own. <laughs> it has to be in its stone. That's the whole purpose. If it could stand That's on its true. own, it wouldn't That's need that true. fancy
0: stone holder. You you got me beat there. Yeah. Uh and Got
1: you good. End of podcast. Good job, everyone. We um, can all go home.
0: So this is our first sighting of the dwarves, and we see uh a few of yeah. them in the first shot when they start singing, We dig, 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 uh, dig,
1: dig, dig, dig,
0: dig, And then they uh, they uh start, like, soloing, because you know, obviously this is the part where we, as the audience, are meeting the dwarves. Disney now, wanted us to see a few of them up close and personal.
1: I want to stop you there for a second, Frodo. hmm can you name all the dwarves off the top of your head?
0: I'm pretty sure I can, uh, because okay. I did I did think about it when I watched this ahead of time. So let me...
1: Okay, let's see if you can.
0: Yeah, so I think I'll go through the order that I think they pop up in. The first one we see, I was said already, is, I think, Sleepy driving the car. Yeah, that's one. Uh, happy is going to be, I think, their first soloist, then Grumpy. Then uh, the two boring ones, uh, <laughs> Bashful and, uh-huh. and, and, I think, Sneezy. Oh, Yeah. I mean Sneezy's one of the dwarves. I don't or, know if or, he's maybe, one or maybe Sneezy's the one driving the car I don't know. Sneezy and Sneezy yeah. and Sleepy look the same. Well actually one of them has orange, one's green. I Yeah, but their faces look yeah. the same. They're you both best, just kinda like vaguely anti yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, and then I think the last two are just Dopey and Doc.
1: That's all, all right, top notch. Yeah. It's almost like we do a podcast yeah. that you prepared for previously.
0: Yeah, it's almost like I yeah I yeah. I read a book. Remember the I, I keep forgetting the name of it, but please reference prior prior episodes about said book by J. B. I think Kaufman. it was called
1: Snow White and the Seven Chapters.
0: Uh, close that's close enough. But it's by J. B. Kaufman, so shout out
1: hey. to, the, to the J. Bizzle. Top notch work, Jay Bizzle. Yeah. Love to have you on the show sometime. Spin some sweet tunes. Yeah.
0: He also wrote a book about Pinocchio, which I'm gonna have to check out of the library soon. So if you're out there listening, Ooh, don't, and that one's don't called, check that out. Of, uh, I don't know. No
1: strings called. attached. No, that's it. NSYNC.
0: Mm. <laughs> um yeah, not in sync again. Um not not in sync either. But in <laughs> sync. Yeah. If you're out there listening, don't check that out of the library. I need it. I need to be able to prepare for episodes. And there is only one, one copy left. Probably in the world. Um, yeah. yeah
1: wasn't very popular kind of like pinocchio
0: these are recent books though they're like not old books it's like nice yeah jb <laughs>
1: jb's <old. laughs> Now the only, the only jb that i truly appreciate is j beagle of the washington capitals the greatest hockey player in the world
0: way to locate yourself in america now now your adoring fans are gonna gonna hunt you down and find you
1: yeah but like I do use my real name in this podcast, That's so true. I don't think this—I don't think my love of Jay Beagle is going to be the defining characteristic.
0: <laughs> I, I think it will be.
1: Okay, I don't. I mean, I'm, I've already forgotten everything
0: fan. else about you besides that you like this hockey player.
1: Okay, so my big plan about this hockey player is, Dustin and I want to get a dog in the next like year, right? And and I really want to get a beagle, which I know is a terrible idea because we live in an apartment. But, you know, I read Shiloh as a kid, and it was very formative. And I we want to name him Stephen Cole Beagle. Because why would we not do that?
0: <laughs> and uh, I want to get a,
1: a Capitals jersey that but, says Beagle on it. So he'll this, be a Beagle wearing a Beagle jersey for my favorite player, Jay why, Beagle. Why have you thought of this all? Oh my <laughs> Because I really want a dog, Frodo, and we haven't been able to get one yet.
0: But but
1: now you've like, Now yet. you're
0: boxed into him being a Beagle.
1: Well no, I figured if we get any sort of like dog of that size, we can still name him Steven Cool Beagle. Okay.
0: Yeah. But then he's going to have an identity crisis. It'll be a, a big mess. That's he like will. that's like if Doc was named Sleepy and Sleepy was named Doc and you're like, "It's fine. They're all about the same size." <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I've made a huge mistake.
0: Uh where were we in this song?
1: Well, we we're meeting the dwarves. Yes, we're meeting like the dwarves. Like Docy and Oh boy.
0: Yeah. So the Docky. first Yeah. So the, the first two we see uh we see Happy, he sings, It ain't no trick to get rich quick. And then Grumpy says, If you dig, dig, dig with a shovel or a pick. And then uh, the next two, one's Sneezy, one's Bashful. I, I don't know which is which, but... I don't know if you... Well, if, he, if
1: he's actively sneezing, it is Sneezy. If he looks like he's ashamed of his entire existence... <laughs> then it's Bashful, yeah. Then that's me in high school.
0: Hey! Oh, Self-burn?
1: Yep, I'm all about those self-burns.
0: So, the interesting thing about bashful and sneezy when they go is I don't know if you picked up on this but like they have like this really weird deep voice like when happy and grumpy sing it's their like character voices but then bashful and sneezy there's just like some deep mm-hmm. voice mind guy going like in a mine in a mine <laughs> did, did you pick up on that or
1: I didn't I was yeah. too busy I honestly it was so shiny that
0: uh, yeah, it was, it was I shiny. didn't
1: hear anything I just went into I could hear like a course of angels being like Ah, oh, like, since it was the the shiny. deep mind dwarfs, it was like oh, shiny. <laughs> but like that's really all I heard. Yeah. Like I, I I was I felt like dopey when in a minute or two he will put the diamonds in his eyes oh, yeah. and become a terrifying oh, yeah. diamond man. We,
0: we, we will get there. But um, yeah. so when they say this in a mine in a mine and there's a there's an echo and I thought of you and I thought of our,
1: I thought of that too. Yeah, our
0: old friends that they're yeah. yeah. Because the, then it goes on, and they go so, in a million diamonds, and then, the, the world says to them, "Shine." So, it, yeah. is that our
1: our water people? Is that have they made their way to the mine? Okay, so I have some thoughts about this. Okay, because I also was because they're not underwater as far as we can tell. Like I guess you can, there can't like, prove they're not underwater. There could be like pools in a mine, yeah. you know. But, like, that's kind of the thing. Like, they are underground, so maybe they're, like, connected to the wells. So, and so maybe they've, like, visited the water people. Or, like, maybe the water people, like, tap out terrifying messages, like, help me, I'm trapped in this <laughs> well, like, on the walls. And they're, like, dig too deep and they're, like, oh, hit a water person, better fill that tunnel up before we hear them screaming anymore. <laughs> and just move well, on. So, I guess that
0: could be true. They could be, like... You know, there could be water there, but maybe we've just been wrong about the water people. Maybe they're actually just, like, below-ground people, and they can shift their texture.
1: Ooh. Interesting. I think it I think it might be even more likely that there's, like, several species of, like, underground uh, person, so you've got, like, your water people, mm-hmm. but you also have the lesser-known cave people, yes. or the mine people, I suppose. They
0: don't like being called mine people, because that's, that's uh... That's racist.
1: That's racist, probably.
0: <laughs> it's selfish, actually, um, to be to be called mm, a, mi- a mine that's person. True. Heyo. Listen. Get it.
1: I am. You are the best. Oh, there it is. I. You know. I just picked it up. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> you are the best thing that's ever been mine. Oh whoa whoa whoa.
0: Is that from like Grease Three or something?
1: No, it's Taylor no. Swift. Damn it, of- I don't
0: know. I, yeah. So we'll we'll go with the fact that there's multiple species of. Of water people, cave people, their their they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're okay. brethren. They
1: go around I think that's a good compromise. They
0: they uh sustain themselves through, you know, photosynthesis and repeating the the sung lines of various above ground humans. <gasps> oh
1: no. No oh
0: oh oh yes? Oh
1: I had a I had a thought. Oh god. You know how ancient societies used to believe that if you took a picture of someone, you were stealing a piece of their soul? Sure. Do you think that every time a water person echoes back, they're taking a piece of your soul, and the moment when they start to sing on their own is the moment they become a fully realized creation and and are are all-powerful? And can wreak havoc and destruction on the world above? Uh,
0: if so, we're in in big trouble, because uh, all those dwarves were, were getting repeated like it ain't no
1: thing. Yeah. But, like, maybe the cave people are plotting there. Like, they're just biding their time. Yes. Oh, boy. We gotta keep an eye on that in future future episodes. Yeah. I- I'm... Like, if, if they start repeating on their own, just some bad stuff's about to happen. It's like in, um, in that episode of Doctor Who, Midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're, like, when the weird demon thing starts, like, repeating, and then it starts to say things of its own. It's fully... Fully robbed them of their soul. Ooh. Uh.
0: Ooh. Anyway, yeah. Snow White. Yeah, I think we have a little bit more immediate danger in Snow White than you know, th- <laughs> in this long plan, uh, this long con of the the water echo cave people. I I think the fact that there's like this evil queen witch on the prowl is probably
1: that's fair. She seems more yeah. concerning. Uh, Spoiler. Point.
0: Yeah. Um. So so we saw, the we heard the echoes, and then uh, the the shot transitions to, like you were saying, Dopey and Doc, and they are inspecting all these gems that have just been picked out.
1: Uh, Can we, like, talk about this whole thing, though? Because I have some thoughts about just, like, the way the diamonds are just placed in the walls. Uh, and it sort of goes to, like, a big theory about the whole, just this whole sequence. Yeah,
0: yeah, um
1: gonna talk about like the lyrics first till i get into it yeah
0: let's before before we get too crazy (laughs) let's 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 stick a little bit to the song um and there's one thing i thought was pretty cool about this intro Mm -hmm. portion of the song uh, just how it sounds and that is um we just had whistle while you work which is very Mm -hmm. orchestral and uh although we saw all this kind of cleaning and stuff like like, we didn't really hear her, her sweeping sounds too much, at least while she was singing. During the instrumental right. break, there's all sorts of stuff going on. But uh, <laughs> I thought that it was interesting how the percussion in this intro part is, like, the sound of the picks hitting the wall. Yeah, it's dope. And they, they keep using the real sounds. Like, we mentioned the hammering on the on the diamonds. You know, that like, that sound is, is a percussive sound. Mm-hmm. And even um, uh, when we there's one scene where they show Sleepy back on the cart uh, with with the deer in front of him, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but like he hits the deer because he's trying to hit a fly, and the deer kicks him. <laughs> the The deer actually kicks the cart to the beat of of dig 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 as dig. As he
1: should, kick 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 kick. Right, good and... work, deer. It's a great song. Like I think we should appreciate that this is like a pretty top notch Disney song. As they go, it's got a good beat. People can sing it still. Not so much the dig 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 dig, but well, like people don't I- that... know that bit.
0: I, I I would say even before we get to high ho, I think that the dig 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 in the mine part is a good song. I think it's um, it's mm-hmm. it's it's cool how they they make it sound like we're in a mine. It's not just an orchestra playing. Yeah. as a man sings one song, you know. <laughs> hey, now. I'm gonna keep hating on one song. I know that you. That's one. Of, that's one of your top songs that we've there heard so, so many far. there just
1: worse songs to hate on in this movie so far. I'm wishing! Like, really? You think one song is worse than that? Yeah,
0: and if our listeners want- How?
1: I'm wishing for this song to end. I'm dying! I'm dying!
0: Well, if our listeners want to uh, see where I rank them all, they can visit the rankings page on our website, net, which we've we've talked
1: about. It never- so every time you bring up the website in the podcast, it just makes me giggle. I just- it's top-notch placement that you're doing, and I'm, I'm proud of you. So, you- you mentioned
0: that you wanted to talk about... Doc is hammering on these jewels. Where do they come from? How do they get Where do here? Where did they go? What is the deal with these jewels? Um, yes. The diamonds, the rubies, sometimes more. Um, so, <laughs> what, what were you going to yeah. say about that?
1: Okay, so the thing is, is that, like, I don't know a ton about diamonds, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I don't have many in my life. I've been told they're a girl's best friend, but, like, I've never personally found that to be true. They're not great conversationalists. But I'm pretty sure... You don't just find them stuck into the walls of caves.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, Maybe the dwarves, like, knew that the Disney camera crew was going to show up today, so they, like, spent all the- pr- them early. Yeah, well, like, they spent all their time before, like, carving out all the rock around all the, the mm-hmm. jewels, and they were like, Doc, you know, we can take these out right now, but he's like, no, 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 they're not filming until next week. Like, leave them in there, polish them nice, and then we'll take them all out when the camera comes, and we'll be like, oh, look at how easy it is for us to just take out all these diamonds and stuff, so- it was all that's a big fair. scam. It was all. I mean, scam.
1: listen. That's basically what the Bachelor does. So, it's what the was same your thing.
0: theory about why the diamonds end up the way they do? Other I than think the
1: main theory. clue, which I know that you have also like tapped into this line, but during the dig, 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 mm. dig, 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 they have a line mm. sequence which goes: "We dig up diamonds by the score, a thousand rubies, sometimes more, but we don't mm. know what we dig them for."
0: What? Yeah, that's that's that seems a little bit like. Like, are they just, like, mindless? Like, are they called there, like, by, right? you know, their instincts? Like, when a dwarf is born, you know how, like, when the turtles are born and they know that they have to, like, go to, go the, to the shore? Or, or maybe it's vice versa. No, they're born on the shore. They know yeah, they have to they go to the water. The like, it does, like, a dwarf, like, just, like, like know they have to go yeah. to the mine? Is that what? I mean, have?
1: maybe. Like, I kind of, I have a bit of a suspicion theory. This is Amanda's theory mm. corner of the day. So we, like, so we have these cut, like, already cut and polished gems stuck on a wall. And we have mm. them, and then we see them, like, they're going through them, they're living their day, like, Doc is like, got one of his jeweler, um, n- you know, monocular things going on to, like, look at it, and he, like, taps it, mm. like, this is a good diamond. And he's like, nope, dopey, that's a bad diamond, you go throw that away where bad diamonds go. Um, which, speaking of which, I'd like to be able to have access to that bargain bin, but anyway, and then they like when they're ending the day, they lock them all up. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is they live in like I think they might live in like a weird Matrix-esque situation where this is just all the simulation and none of it's real. So like they take out the diamonds every day and they put them in this closet at night. And then someone comes in at night and takes them out of the closet and just puts them back in the wall. It's just the same like forty <laughs> diamonds over and over yeah. again. It's like, um, did you ever go to like. So, like, in Florida, we had this place growing up called Wanna Do City, mm-hmm. W-A-N-N-A-D-O. So, like, the slogan was, like, where a kid can do what they want to do. And, like, you, it was basically, like, it was a pretty cool thing. It was, like, this yeah. giant enclosed warehouse, and you, it had a city set up inside, and you could, like, go be a firefighter. Oh, okay, or like, cool. Yeah, like, one of those. Or, like, the Please Touch Museum in Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, is this just, mm-hmm. like... A giant mine that they're like these dwarves aren't very good at doing things so we're just gonna create this mine for them and they could just we'll like make sure they have food and stuff and they can just go pull the diamonds out of the wall because that's what it looks like like if you went to a children's museum to like a, a mining exhibition which like would be a weird thing for them to have it's like hey welcome to the coal mine exhibition at the children's museum of philadelphia
0: and that kind of fits in with um I don't know if you noticed, but but Dopey leaves the key on the door at yeah. the end. It's, it's almost like he, he thought he was going to take it, and then it's like, oh no, the 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 grown ups said it, we have to, we can't, you know, take the key with us. We have to
1: right. Like that's the only possible explanation I can think because they mm. don't know why they're taking these these diamonds and rubies. They don't mm-hmm. take them when they leave, and they're so they're so perfectly polished. I think that they just leave them there, and someone puts them out again the next day, and it's a weird existential nightmare.
0: Are the dwarfs like, robotic, or are they... Do they have a mind... Like, do you think that, you know, like, one day, like, Sleepy started to question his existence, and then, like, Doc shut him yeah. up?
1: and he was killed and replaced by a Dutch painter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Well, yeah, that... You know, it, I when you first brought that up, I was like, this is funny, but I don't believe it. I do now. I believe the Dutch painter theory. It's
1: an existential hellscape yeah. that they're living in. And, like, like maybe Dante's there, too. Like, maybe this is one of the circles mm-hmm. of hell. Like, you know how they say, like, hell is other people? I'm pretty sure hell is, like, mining the same diamonds every day and then going back the next day, and they're back again. Yeah. Um, so... You've got to go dig up some diamonds. <sighs> yeah. That's that's what I have to say about that. I'm, I'm worried about them, honestly.
0: I have a couple uh, ideas on this. Um... <gasps>
1: Maybe it's run by the water people.
0: Well, okay, well, don't don't step on my on my on my theory.
1: I'm okay. That's okay. fair enough. Go ahead. So,
0: I have a Frodo's theory corner this time.
1: <gasps>
0: and Frodo? I don't know. Yeah, I've, I'm all grown up. Um, so I don't know if you noticed this, but when I saw this, I was like, there. I was like, there is a god. Like I knew what my purpose in life was. and <laughs> It was to become a disciple of uh, of uh, of this this great overlord. And I'll explain. Um, Please. So when you have uh, Dopey... Well, first, he, he puts those those diamonds in his eyes and, like, wiggles his ears. I, I, I,
1: it's a little scary.
0: It's a little weird, and, like, you have to be thinking when, when like, you're introduced to this character, it's like, what is... Is he a human? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, but but moving past that, then the, the- next time we see them, we, we see Doc and Dopey are the ones... They're the ones that put the rubies and the diamonds mm mm-hmm. They throw them into the, the vault, and it says vault above them. Now, I don't know if you noticed this, but I did, and it blew my mind. Okay. If you look at the, the door before it's shut, Uh-huh. There's a, there's a few boards that are on the door, and they're yeah. in the pattern of a Z. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yes, you noticed the Z? Yeah,
1: the Z well, formation, Zorro, etc.
0: Yes. But not for Zorro. It's for Zac Efron.
1: Shut the front door, Frodo!
0: <laughs> this is all in service of Zach Efron. This is Zach oh Efron's... Oh my Z- god!
1: This, this,
0: this is his Zephron water person lord mine. Yes! And he's enlisted the dwarves to... Yes! to collect the rubies and diamonds for him, leave them for him, leave, lock the door but then leave the key because he's gonna come and collect them. And so this makes me think that not that the dwarves are ignorant children but they are are zealots that that serve
1: Zephron zealots
0: they're, they're they, they are zephron zealots they serve the great water people lords that uh you know, and th- that's why we heard earlier the echoes we heard the the water people spoke to them and like that that's like you yes know, you, you know, when, when um you know prophets say that they've heard the, <laughs> the, the the gods speak to them and that's why they're a prophet like that's what's happening these guys are prophets. Of yes. Zach Efron. Yes. Specifically, the water person Zach Efron that we saw yes. in High School Musical 2 in Puddles. Yes.
1: yes. Can I, hey Frodo? Yeah. Can I use my allotted curse word right now? Go ahead. F yeah. <laughs> yes. I- I'm, I'm. Yes. As they say at the end of Sensibility, yes, yes, a thousand times yes. That is the greatest theory I've ever heard. I am so proud of you. This is your first theory, and you... What a theory! You're you're really proud of me? Frodo, I'm so proud of you! I made it! It's important to me that all the people at home know that, like, this was not a pre-discussed bit of any sort. This is genuine joy you are experiencing on this end. I wish you could see my face. My jaw has dropped four to five feet off of my face and onto the floor. Boy, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. I want to use more than my one word of cursing <laughs> now because I'm just so excited about this idea.
0: Um, yeah, how,
1: yeah. How does this serve the further plot of Snow White? I, what else we'll is Zephron be, yeah. controlling?
0: We're going to have to see. We're going to have to keep our eye out for other, other sightings of gems and letters Zs and echoes, but As. I'm sure that it will lead us somewhere. Um, oh boy. And Do you I, think I, he
1: put the sword in the stone?
0: At this point, I believe anything, to be honest. Oh my gosh. Um, but I, I think that... Uh, oh, I, I do want to say also that... I what did else could you
1: possibly have to say, Frodo? <laughs> no, I just
0: want to say, I didn't tell you, I want to confirm, I didn't tell you about that at half-time. I did tell you I had a pretty awesome theory that I was going to but didn't tell you what it was.
1: You didn't, and I'm so glad, thank you for not sharing that with me beforehand. I would not have been able to properly recreate this joy. Mm. Not that we recreate any of our bits. This is all off-the-cuff, Improvised a
0: hundred percent so so do you think that there's any way that we can reconcile both the uh zach Efron and matrix theories along with the dutch painter theory can they all coexist
1: i do and i have thought of a way all right go ahead okay so zach Efron is searching for something no one quite knows what but there's something he's searching for and so, and he thinks it might be in the walls of this mine. Okay. So he goes every day. They have to go in, and they have to start poly- they have to start chipping away at these at these diamond walls. Mm-hmm. And they puts them in because the the cave, the vault, is actually Zac Efron's sort of earthly mouth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not his real mouth, of course, because that is bigger than a thousand stories and can <laughs> consume whole oceans. Um, but one <laughs> of his many earthly mouths. And every day he rejects the diamond offering and sort of vomited back onto the walls. But the dwarves, like, don't know if it's the diamonds that are the problem or the way that the offering was made. Perhaps, you know, the sun had not set in the west that day or the third crow had not flown from the northern sky. You know, there's no real way of knowing what it is that Master Zephron found bad about that offering.
0: Right, that's why they have to rely on the echoes to, to guide them. And the, exactly. the, the echoes just say, shine. Shine. <laughs> so they just and have the to keep shining. And the only
1: thing shinin- they have is keep going for the shiny ones, and the, those yeah. diamonds are so shiny now because they've been shined and vomited by the mouth of, of ancient evil Zephron, mm-hmm. so he may not be evil, we don't know. He's just all-powerful, so yeah. it's it's hard, to get, they get confusing sometimes. Right. But the ancient and all-knowing Zephron, like, godly vomit of diamonds.
0: At some point, it's like, these beings are beyond us, we can't know everything. Like Right,
1: you know, right, that's important. Right, we
0: have to remember that, that we are not meant to understand.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, we are but, we are but the hairs that Zef, that Zac Efron has removed from his chest.
0: <laughs> so yeah, th- those are some some theories we have on what's going on. I
1: can't. Bl- I'm a, I'm a little ashamed actually that I missed it. I was too busy living in New City. Yeah, you said Zorro. What, what were you Well, I don't usually z- see Zac Efron like marking his name on doors as much as <laughs> Zorro has. Just like historically. That's true. Going back to the song,
0: uh, the reason that they're putting the, the gems away is because the cuckoo clock went off and told them that it's time to go home. It's 5 o'clock. They're very insistent, apparently, on their 9-to-5 work day. Um, well,
1: listen, overwork a man once and you eat for a day. Work a man a normal 9-to-5 schedule and you can eat him when he's old and fat and really have the flavors develop.
0: So Happy's getting close. I don't know if you noticed He's a tubby one. Uh,
1: he's a tubby one, but he's doing his best.
0: Uh, so the... Their, their day's over, and then they, they stop singing the Dig Dig Dig, and they start singing Hi Ho, which is obviously E-dee. the definitive tune. Um, I wanted to ask you if if you know or have a concept of what the words Hi Ho mean and what it, or what it means to you.
1: I, like, don't, but at the same time, the moment where, like, it goes, like, Hi Ho, like, that moment where, like, the sort of mm. – it's not when the beat drops, mm. but, like, everything sort of stops, and it, like – I don't know. It's it's exciting. You get all all tingle. I get the I get the tingles inside. It's like when a man sings a, a tenor song to me, but about the end of the day, which I guess is a yeah. similar feeling. Right. It, it's sort I'm of exciting. like a school's
0: out. You know, like in in one of those yeah. like teen movies, you're like Woo! you mean like in High School Musical too? Oh God. <laughs> no.
1: Why, Zephron, Why? He's everywhere. Uh. Baywatch is actually B A E, and he's watching you right now.
0: Oh no. <laughs> uh yeah so
1: but it's just it's also just like such an iconic moment mm. in disney like it's the first i think of all the like like to for a more serious note of the whole movie so far this is the most iconic disney moment we've encountered
0: yeah although i will argue that the the most iconic moment is not about 12 seconds but
1: but like just that 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 like drop and the like hi, hi i don't know it's just like like right. that exact moment is just i don't know it's, Cool. It's fun. It's also fun to finally get here. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad we got here together, Frodo. Yeah,
0: we made it. Um, we made
1: it. Looks like we made it. Thanks to Zephron.
0: Yes, he allowed us to. <laughs> he spared <laughs> that's, that's us. That's how
1: the musical four ends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, he
1: spared us his life from his monstrosity. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, I, I actually did look up what "hi ho" meant. <laughs>
1: oh, cool.
0: And by look up, I mean Wikipedia. So sure, I mean, um, that's... so the phrase Zefran himself yeah.
1: curates it, so it's pretty pretty reliable.
0: So the phrase "hi ho," <laughs> Jesus, he's everywhere. <laughs> um, the phrase "hi ho" was first recorded in 1553 as an expression meaning like yawning and being tired. So that that's unrelated. But then, eventually, it kind of blended meanings with the phrase "hey ho," which was a sailing mm-hmm. phrase uh, that meant kind of like. You know, if you are like, he- like, heave-ho, kind of, you know, if you're, like, doing something like heave-ho, like hey-ho, or hi-ho, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like lifting, I don't know, sails, whatever they did. So that that <laughs> is, uh, that, people kind of think that might be where the origin of the phrase okay, is. And that,
1: that timeline works out, right, with around where we're at?
0: Yeah, yeah, they, they say that, uh, hey-ho is from 1471, it, it kind of fits with where we are. Um, so maybe, maybe Walt Disney, like, found, went into... Uh, or Frank Churchill, went into, like, the the history books and was like, what would people of the century we've already yes. decided in episode Determined. two this was, what would they say? Mm. And they said, well, they would say hi-ho. Yes. There is also, the next line of the Wikipedia article says that uh, it could also be related to the phrase hen-hao, which is No, Ch- I, can't, I can't
1: allow that.
0: That's, that's from Chinese. Uh, it means, like, okay.
1: That's, I... That, I feel like the other one seems like a more likely option.
0: That's very, uh, west of you.
1: Well, I mean, this whole movie's kind of west and I'd rather stick to the west stuff than, like, have some cultural appropriation of Chinese phrases. Well, well, the the idea is that the, the phrase was appropriated by these sailors. You know, they, mm.
0: they went, they, they heard Han and they were like, oh, hey ho, hi ho, that's, that's the thing.
1: All right, well, either way. Yes. Cool. Yeah, so that's that's
0: what Wikipedia says. You guys can check that out for yourself at www.wikipedia.org. org.
1: So no, you you gotta wait till they sponsor us before you start just giving off. Otherwise, people like yeah, I know sure. that like like the average person doesn't really know where Wikipedia is on the internet, and mm. I'd really rather be paid to share that information. Yeah,
0: sorry, Google, you're you're yeah. not getting any plugs from Keep us. Keep
1: that to yourself.
0: Uh, so you can
1: send me a free microphone, and I'll talk about them all day.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> So we were uh, saying that they started the high ho part. Uh, yes. And I guess you said it's an iconic moment. What's your first impression of of what we have going on in high ho?
1: I mean, it just it feels majestic. Like I'm mm. I'm totally geeking out here, and mm. I know that's normally your job, but you did a theory, so we're like passing yeah, yeah. off. But like I don't know, it's just like something's happening, and we're gonna whistle.
0: Yeah, there's whistling. There's um, whistling,
1: although they're not working now. So whistle while you work and also while you leave work and yeah. when you don't work and <laughs> when you sleep. And that's what Zach Efron feeds on. Yes,
0: <laughs> the whistles. Uh, yeah, it's interesting how there's whistling here. I mean, like we were saying, this is immediately after whistle while you work. So it's not like there was a gap. Like there's right. immediately more working and more whistling in, <laughs> in, in the movie. Um you know, some people may have said, "We need, we need, we need a break. Too much, too much working and whistling in, in the span of ten
1: minutes, Walter." And then yeah. they were like, "Nope, we'll whistle again, and you're gonna like it because I'm Walt Disney and I'm all powerful."
0: I was gonna go somewhere, but I'm I'm gonna save it. Do you know where That's I was fair. gonna
1: go? Was it that Zach Efron is the yeah. is is yes. Walt Disney reborn? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i think let's put zach i behind us though we we need to move on and, and talk more about the song um
1: we do we do we're we've recorded one thing that i think stuff. is
0: cool also is that this is a march song you know it's um we have some yeah and
1: yeah, you and i we, both we like both marching former
0: marching band people um but you have you know there's a lot of flute in the song uh, and um, i do like a flute but, there's no trumpets, yeah, there, there's, so I'm even happier. There, well, there's there's some sort of horns going on. I don't know what it is, but there's there's like snare drum kind of rolls, like uh, a march, and they yeah. they actually all march in step. Uh, although I, they're all leading with their right foot on the first beat, which is
1: why the opposite. I don't know. How doesn't that feel? Doesn't that hurt? It hurts me to think about it. I yeah,
0: know. yeah, it, it's it's awkward. It, like, you don't
1: go right, right, left, right, right, left, right, right. I can't even say it. <laughs> No, right. See, now you're just being Now you're just being Left. unhelpful Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable But the only person that, like, kind of wasn't with it as much was Dopey Admittedly, his name is Dopey So I guess I yeah, should have expected yeah. that But he had, like, a weird hitch step thing Like, he, like, like you know how, like, when you're off In band, Ooh. when you're, like, trying to catch up Which, of course, never happened to me And I'm sure never oh, happened yeah. to you Because never. we were perfect Um, But you just, like, sort of, like, wiggle half-step to catch up He did that every time
0: Yeah, yeah it- Actually, um, in my book by J.B. Kaufman that I read, uh, nice. Th- they actually mentioned that 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 was uh, a little bit that was put in by one of the animators at just at some point, and then Walt Disney was like, "I like that. Can you nice. make him do that every time he walks with them?" <laughs> and so they actually had to reanimate a lot of the movie. Oh wow! Um, like just dopey and like just kind of like throw that in, you know? Or
1: dopey. Um,
0: yeah, because. Walt Disney was obsessed with him being incompetent. He was, like, must be must be more incompetent. Do you think Dopey times?
1: started off as, like, a really, like, put-together, like, nice young dwarf in, like, a full suit <laughs> and, like, a nice head of hair? And then t- every time... He he, he was Dopey at first. Oh, yes, but of course. And he, had a, he spoke in an English accent, despite yeah. having a French name and living in Germany. <laughs> I don't know. I like all the dwarves, like, cool little character traits. I think it's really interesting how they differentiate between all of them. And we can talk about that more, like, in later episodes. But, like... They're really well animated, like, yeah. even if bashful and sneezy and sleepy all have the same face, like, you can still <laughs> tell which one is which without just using their costumes. Yeah. Which is cool. Good yeah. job, Disney. It's almost like this was a groundbreaking animated feature. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think it's,
0: like I was saying earlier, this feels almost like a different movie than before, but it is, it's mm-hmm. cool how they're animated in these, like, exaggerated ways. Like, they have big yeah. noses and big ears and big eyes. There's are
1: Yeah. There's a reason that kids love the dwarves, like,
0: they're delightful. I I know you love uh, Prince Snowman, but the rest of us, (laughs) uh, kids weren't all lining up to, uh, you know.
1: I mean, I like the dwarves better if I had to pick one. Right, right. But, like, as an adult person now, (laughs) you know, if I had to meet one in a bar for drinks. It would be sneezing. I'd probably actually actually meet Doc, because I do like an educated man. (laughs) But, go for that academia, Mm, yeah, yeah, all about that. This is Professor Frodo's Word of the Day!
0: Today's Word of the Day is March. A march is a genre of music where songs are written for the purpose of marching to the music, traditionally by a military band. This type of music was particularly popular in the late 19th and early 20th centuries in America, with notable works by composers such as John Philip Sousa. The music contains a strong, regular rhythm to make it easier to march along with the beat. In modern American march music, drums, woodwinds, and brass instruments are often heard. As you listen along with hi-ho, see if you can hear any of these instruments playing as the dwarves march. And that's my word of the day.
1: This has
0: been Professor Frodo's Word of the Day. Yeah, so, uh... They're in there marching in their line, and all is well. I I think the next you you mentioned how the the initial hi ho chant is is very iconic. I think um, another really iconic moment is when you see the dwarves they they walk around the bend and mm-hmm. you see their shadows up yeah. on the rocks, and then they they keep going and they walk over the log. I think that with the uh, with the sunset in the background, that that whole little progression there is very that's my, fair. That's a- Pretty great moment. Yeah. in my mind, that's like a very uh just definitive Disney image, and maybe mm-hmm. that's just because, because it was like one of those things they would show in the the pre pre movie beginning parts on the VHSs. It was just one of those things they would they would show. Hmm. So yeah, no,
1: I'm, I'm super into it now. Yeah, it did have a slight crisis about this song. That was the only issue.
0: Oh yeah what 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 happened?
1: Well, I looked up the, I looked at the lyrics like when I was looking up the thing about the the diamonds and the like. We don't know what we dig them for, and I was like, mm. hey, you know what? I'll just like look over the lyrics while we're here. Mm. And apparently, the lyrics are "Hi ho, hi ho, it's home from work we go." Right. I had no idea. Like I thought that every time they sang this, it's "Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to work we go."
0: Yeah. no, but they can't say "off to work" when they're well, that's work. why I was
1: like, when I saw it, I, I ha- before doing this podcast, I had not mm-hmm. watched this movie in like a while, mm-hmm. but like, as they were getting ready to leave the day, I was like, I know I'm watching the hi-ho video, why are they going to sing, it's off to work we go, like, are they considering home, it's own special type of work, is that like <laughs> a nice comment on like housewifing being a real profession, I don't know, <laughs> but like, but then, then I like, listened to it again, I'm like, they, they are saying that, everything I've known has been a lie.
0: Yeah, I, for whatever reason, I think that because they do say "off to work later" when they're they're returning to work. They but, do, but, it's, that's, but still. that's that's way later in the movie. For some reason, I agree with you that "off to work we go" is is like the line that people yeah to, like, like if you sing. were singing
1: "Hi ho," you wouldn't be like "Hi ho, Hi ho," it's home from work we go. Like this right. is a going to work song. It's not a leaving work song. Yeah,
0: and maybe that's just says something about us as Americans that we we really like going <laughs> to work. I don't know, but uh, no, I agree with nice. you that that, that is that's just like the line people think of I, so I don't yeah. know I don't know why uh why that, I just that like is. Yeah.
1: wasn't expecting to be thrown by something so much and such such a because it's such an iconic scene I was like oh you know what this will be a really fun one I know this song mm. what do I know yeah I don't I know nothing Frodo Snow can I be unpopular for a second I hate Jon Snow yeah He's he's so boring. I don't care about him. He's
0: like kind of like in the Luke Skywalker mold of being the more like yes, uh,
1: and I hate Luke Skywalker too.
0: Oh, I like Luke. I think that Luke has a little bit. Luke more is better snark. than John. Luke has more snark. Yeah, in, in him. That's um, fair. But like when you're sass. in a movie
1: with Han Solo, like why would I care about Luke Skywalker? Ouch. Um, I calls him like I sees him. Well,
0: let's go back to the, the song. So I uh, I mentioned before how all of the there's a lot of percussion in this the song that is sort of real objects, real in quotes, that are located in the environment of the characters. You know, you have the kicking of the deer, the pickaxes, the hammer. And one other source of percussion is in the transition between dig, dig, dig and hi-ho, the, the clock, the clock ticks, and it goes tick, 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 and then it mm-hmm. goes ding, 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 hi-ho. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this, but that clock, Um, so it was going to five, but then... Mm-hmm it wasn't a second hand that was ticking that was the minute hand that was ticking. wait a second right there was no there was no uh there was no second hand so
1: that's not how clocks
0: that just had me thinking like what is their clock broken <laughs> or are they just like are their minutes something different
1: well there are no clocks in one city frodo Uh-oh. time is a flat circle
0: because I was thinking well maybe they their minutes are seconds and they just like the dwarves move in, would it be like, mm-hmm. would they move fast
1: if that was the case? Like, okay, so so you're saying that every minute only takes a second?
0: Y- yeah, so like... So does that mean like
1: one human... Dwarves
0: do, the, the dwarves do what we would do in a second in a minute.
1: So then they would be going slowly. Okay. Because it takes them a minute to do a second's worth of work, right? I think. So... This is why we need to get like a math person on the podcast, <laughs> just to help yeah. us with this sort of thing.
0: So if they're going really, really slowly, does that mean that, does that at all play into our idea that they, they, remember I said before they were like, they were like really old and they invented the yodels and they're still around. Right. Maybe, maybe it's just because they, you know, they just age slowly, they move slowly and, and the rest of the world moves fast. I mean, we'll have to see. That actually
1: would make some sense, like. Remind me to come back to this when we get to like some glass coffin stuff because there's definitely some like trapped outside of trapped outside of time stuff going on here potentially. Yeah, it's, so remind me of that yeah, later. It, it,
0: but yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say about this this song. I know we said a lot. Um, we
1: did well. There's a lot to talk about. It. This is a, this was a good song. That yeah. was fun.
0: Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get to our reviews, our, and our critiques, our final?
1: No, let's do it. Let's hop in.
0: Um, I'm going to give Hiho Ho an A minus. For mines. Oh no. Get it, mines.
1: Oh, oh, Frodo, they're, no.
0: They're in mines. Minus.
1: I mean, listen, I love a pun more than most folks, but that's just rough.
0: As rough and as I, the. I,
1: I think it might be a diamond in the rough. Oh. Hey! Man, now I'm trying to think of mind-based puns, and it is mine, 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 mine.
0: <laughs> but in all seriousness, like like we said, this is really definitive. It's just, I mean, it's just a part of culture at this point. Um, mm-hmm. That's not the only reason it's good, but it, it's also, I like how it starts off with just the, the, the dig song and have, how it introduces each of the characters very well. It's a fun song. It's fun seeing these seven characters interact and sing together, and yeah. and it gives us what their personalities are. To be honest, like <laughs> you know, we've spent like twenty minutes of the movie with Snow White, and like I already feel more like kinship with these dwarves just from their song. Well,
1: they have a lot more personality than Snow White does, even yeah. if they're like named after their one personality trait. Eats, that's <laughs> still one more personality trait than Snow White has besides right, pretty.
0: Right. right, she's she's been named after her physical traits, but they're named after their uh, mm-hmm. behavioral behavioral ones. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's my take on the song. Um, it's just a really fun song. I think fun is, is the best way to describe it. I, I couldn't imagine someone watching this and not thinking, like, that looks like a fun
1: movie. Right? Yeah, so I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 Poison Apples.
0: And is that, that's your highest rating? That is my
1: highest so far. I think I was at a 6 for my highest
0: otherwise. So then we're in agreement that this is the best Disney song of all time as of, as of half now. an hour into Snow White. Yes
1: but one song is still my second best. I don't give it a perfect score because it's still only so lyrically interesting and I was lyrically betrayed. That's true. But, like, it's a great song. Yeah,
0: It's a great song. It's, it's, it's The great animation, animation
1: is awesome. Yeah. The Diamond Eyes thing was a little creepy, but, like, <laughs> fun. Dopey's delightful. Mm-hmm. All the dwarves are delightful. We have to talk later about which our favorite dwarf is, but, like, we've talked yeah. for a long
0: time so far. We can save that for next time. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that in our next episode. Yeah. For sure. We we have a lot more dwarfs. The game we had a lot of Snow White to deal with, a lot of uh, listening to Adriana Casaletti's voice, and now oh we now we have a lot of dwarfs to, to, to just dwarves for talk days. About, yeah. So I hope you like it, America. Yeah.
1: Good work, America. We did it. We did one.
0: Yes. Um, and I'm going to say thank you again for joining us. Yeah. Now for five episodes, and we hope you come back again. This has been Frodo the Lawyer.
1: This has been Amanda of many colors. We'll work on it.
0: And this has been Wish Upon a, a Star.
1: Let's keep high-hoeing all the way home. Yeah? Yeah, that's right.